Bill Michaels show, and I've seen it. I did see what you're talking about. Oh, my goodness. Welcome back. That was a few days ago, though. Uh, we were talking about it just before the top of the hour when uh, I was asked, uh, uh, I can't remember who asked me, said, did you see the official that got run over by the ice bucket? Uh, I did. It was the NHL linesman Johnny Murray, and it was this, what they call the snow bucket. It was the official, and um, he collided with a snow bucket during a commercial break. Murray did continue on, by the way. He was laying there for a while, but they've got the video over on YouTube. And, yeah, I did see that. Oof. That was uh, Boston and Carolina, I think, that were playing in that contest. But I did see that. Oh, man. How would you like to be the guy pushing the bucket, the the, with the snow bucket off the ice, that you ran over an official? Ooh. How about that? Uh, some other news and notes. A Brooklyn star Kyrie Irving had one of the uh, longest-running and most popular and profitable signature basketball shoes for Nike. But because of his future, what he did this season, uh, the company has said they are unlikely to extend him to a similar signature deal beyond next year, uh, according to uh, an inside source. He's got a new edition of the shoe that's set to debut in the fall, but that's expected to be it the lucrative signature series that he's had with the with Nike ever since 2014 appears to be coming to an end. Did Kyrie came out of this whole thing looking pretty bad. He stood up. He didn't want to get vaccinated. Uh, there was a lot of public scrutiny on him. Uh, he appeared selfish, petulant. Um, you know, he did what a lot of a, peop- a lot of people didn't want to do, and that was get vaccinated. But he wasn't going to do it. And then after the fact, when everything was going on, he did not play extremely well. Um, his teammates, while nobody has come out and said it, a lot of rumors about, you know, his teammates saying that he was, you know, being selfish and he wasn't, you know, kind of joining them, so to speak. They were all doing it. So why wasn't he? And uh, but all the turbulence surrounding him this season, right or wrong, whatever you believe, has led to the uncertainty for Kyrie Irving. And, and and also the Nets. The Nets were very outspoken, saying he's got to he's got to be committed. He's got to be committed this season. Coming in, he remains unvaccinated against the coronavirus and inactive because of the New York City mandates. Eventually, the Nets changed course and allowed him to become a part-time player for the road games. But everything we all know went on. It was very much played out in public. And uh, um, Kyrie Irving said. Um, that all he also came out and kind of said, hey, when it comes to the Nike Kyrie 8, he says, I have nothing to do with the design or marketing, and then Nike plans to release it without my okay anyway. And then later he backed off of that statement a little bit, basically criticized Nike. So between what went on this season with Kyrie Irving and his criticizing Nike, they are deciding to go in a different direction. So um, millions to Kyrie would be lost. Do you know what Kyrie would uh, Giannis's shoe deal is, Ben, by any chance? No, I can find it. Uh, no, I, I've heard it's oh. upward of $20 million. Ooh. $20 million. Oh, yeah, I see. Four-year, $100 million. Yeah. I would take that. Yeah, four-year, $100 million deal. He gets $25 million a year just from Nike. On top of his salary. 
So his salary was 33, 37, something like that. So you're talking 60 million a year cash prior to taxes, obviously, but 60 million a year cash in your pocket. I think we could all, that's, you know, (laughs) I think we could all probably, you know, one year worth of that salary. I think we could all live on, right? I think we could all pretty much end our careers at this point and head off to an island somewhere and just enjoy ourselves, sipping on the beach, swimming around all day. I could do that. If you had Giannis's salary in total for one year, what would you do with it? What would you do? Would you just walk away? Would you just say, I'm done, drop the mic? I've always said if I ever won the lottery, that I'd still do the job. I'd still do this every day. I might take a little more time here and there because I think today, as of today, we're into May already. I think I've taken one vacation day. Haven't taken hardly any yet. I usually save it up for the midseason. But think about that. You know, I mean, what would you what would you do if you hit the lottery and you were say Giannis's salary for one year? What would you do with that, Ben? Would you, Ben? I think first and foremost, you would have to buy a house. Well, I'd buy air conditioning. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, by the way, I heard your landlord made D bag of the week. Yeah, on the morning show, that was awesome. <laughs> Disaster. So, so uh, you're there till when? Till till next week? I'm there until the end of the month, but the air conditioning will be turned on next Thursday. Next Thursday. Well, we're not going to need it by then because it isn't it supposed to get cooler next week. Yeah, at least at I think night, it's in the sixties. You know? Yeah. <laughs> so, we'll turn it on right away. Are these the people that turn the heat on after you know the air conditioning is still running in December, and then they finally turn the heat on? Is that? The- does it work that way? There? I don't really know the if building. they have the ability to turn anything on or off. I think that's the whole point. The uh, really the ineptitude. Was it on a timer? I have no. It, it's a schedule, apparently. I don't know. The ineptitude goes goes so much further than just that. <laughs> it's unbelievable. So, are you like having meetings with people in the hallway, going, "This is ridiculous." Can't say I'm, I'm friendly with many of them, but I, definitely the passing comment in the elevator. It's like yeah. your water cooler talk at work. You get into work. Right. Oh, you see the weather today. You see the game last night. Now so what is the what is the temperature inside the air the uh, elevator? Inside it's the gotta elevator, be stifling. It's a little colder than the apartment. I don't know oh, is how. It really? Oh yeah, and and the the woman's office downstairs perfectly air conditioned. It's unbelievable. Really? She, with with like a window unit? I could not tell you. I've kind of learned is now is downstairs underground. No, no, it's first floor. Really? That's interesting. I've kind of learned with these people specifically, I, just fighting the battles is not worth it because <laughs> nothing has been changed or fixed. <laughs> so I'm just, I don't know. We just got to get through the weekend. Okay. Get through the weekend and the next week, and then you're moving into a new palatial estate somewhere, correct? Uh, you could put it that way. It'll have AC. <laughs> But, okay. yeah, first thing I would do with my 60 mil is definitely that. Okay, yeah. Get yourself a house, buy some air conditioning, you know, and at 60 mil you would buy a house that's maybe only a mil, and then you'd have the rest of the money to be able to afford the bills and uh, maybe a couple people to flip the switch to turn it on and turn it off for you. Correct? Yeah, I might. I, okay. I, honestly, I might buy this certain property just to stick it to the landlord. Fire 
fire her or the manager, whatever she does, fire yeah. her, get someone competent in there, make it a better place to live, and okay. sell it for less. It'll be a horrible so you're taking, investment. You're taking care of, of, of the little person is what you're saying. Yeah. That's always. what you would do. Okay. I like that. Good stuff. Not with all the money, but <laughs> some of it, you know. At least for a year. After that, it's just party central. I can see that happening. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Hit us up. We'd love to hear from you. So uh, let's see here. What else do we have for you? Uh, this one's from, who's this from? This is from Ken. Ken says, uh, heading down to the Deer District tonight. We're going to see you there. Uh, not tonight. I'm heading down in that direction, but I'm not going to be in the Deer District. Just an FYI. MKE Brewing, actually. Uh, look, they're going to have, my assumption is the roof might be open tonight. So if you're heading down to the Deer District and maybe the Pfizer Forum ahead of the game, go to MK Brewing right there on 9th Street. It's only a couple of blocks west of uh, the Pfizer Forum. Walk up the hill and head to MKE because they got Bottle House 42. You can get something to eat there if you want to do so. But also, if the I would assume with the weather being warm, the rooftop should be open tonight. That might not be a bad way to go. Sit up there in the evening, watch the game on the big screen TV they have behind the bar. Look down at the Pfizer form. That might that that's that's thinking right there. Have the skyline in Milwaukee. Maybe on one TV the Bucks and the other TV the Brewers. That could be the ultimate watch party right there. Go with that. So no, uh, to Ken, I'm not going to be answering. Not going to be heading down there tonight. But I'm going to be heading down to MKE. He says uh, got a bunch of friends. We're all meeting down there this evening afterwards, where we're going to light up a cigar right there on the Deer District and uh, toast to what is going to be another great series coming up against Miami. You put Miami away, and then you move on a little revenge from that bubble disaster they had a few years ago. Yeah, remember that? When they were in the bubble and they ended up losing, everything just kind of fell apart for the Bucks. Their postseason just, it, it was just bad. And they ended up losing. And the Miami Heat ended up winning that contest. Tyler Hero back in Milwaukee? Yeah. Yep. You've seen the picture, right, of uh, his relative, his male relative, walking out of the the girls' bathroom at Pfizer for him? (laughs) No, I didn't see that. Oh, God. Really? Yeah, let me find it. How did I not see that? I don't know. It was a while ago. Oh, okay. I was going to say, how did I not see that? (laughs) Uh, Let's see here. Uh, this is another one. This is from our buddy Tony. Tony says, uh, are we going to see you on Sunday? Tony, you might. Going to be heading down to, to a, a bar south. The uh, the firefighter who, the iconic picture of a firefighter riding into the rubble uh, area on 9-11, on, riding a Harley into that, uh, I think that firefighter is actually in town. And, or the uh, or the motorcycle, one of the two. I I, I don't know, um, but it's it's going to be uh, it's going to be down, uh, kind of making the rounds right now. It's in the state of Wisconsin. Uh, oh, there it is, Tyler Hero's relative walking out of the women's restroom. Uh, <laughs> mask around the face, really. The mask around the chin is what gets me. Comes out looking around. Looking side to side like, whoops, I shouldn't have been in there. And and here's the thing. If you're going to do that and you realize you're in the women's restroom, wouldn't you put the mask back up so nobody recognizes you? 
That's my question. This was a while ago, though. This is back when everybody was wearing masks. <laughs> you got to come out of the women's restroom, put a mask on. Unless you're proud, you're in there just, you know. Oh. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's great. That's fantastic. 877-867-1670. Um, Cheddarball says, revenge, they beat Miami last year in the first round. I know. You can never have too much of it, just like the Celtics. The Celtics were their nemesis for years and years. You can never, Cheddarballs, you can never have too much of knocking a team that it consistently you out of the postseason or has knocked you out of the postseason. You can never do that enough back to them. Never. Of course they did it last year, but you do it again. Were you satisfied after that? Is that what you're saying? That you were good with that? No. Come on, man. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back. We've got a lot more to go uh, to go on the program today. Uh, also, want to remind you that our friends at Milwaukee Bedbug Pros. Milwaukee Bedbug Pros. Uh, it's that time of year. And I was just out yesterday. Ants around the house. I don't know if you're like me, but uh, now the ant hills are outside. But... Uh, I had to go out and eradicate them, get rid of them, because the anthills were starting to get big. It was one of those uh, things in my yard where I thought, oh, man, I got a bare spot of grass, only to realize that it was a mound of dirt that the ants are in. And I'm always very freaky about having the ants then trek their way to the house. If you've got ants, if you've got cockroaches, God forbid you got bed bugs, get a hold of our friends at MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. That's MilwaukeeBedBugPros.com. Or call Michael directly, 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. Josh says, we spent thousands and thousands of dollars over the past couple of years treating our apartments with chemicals and applications. Just weren't getting results. Heat wasn't an option based on the price until the Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros got to us. We now use thermal heat, and we've seen significant improvements. So if you are a property owner, uh, and I can't imagine that the people out uh, where you live, Ben, are calling Milwaukee Bed Bug Pros, they don't seem like those type of people. They're just going to throw down a couple of ant traps and hope for the best. But if you're a property owner and you want to get it done, 414-877-5811. 414-877-5811. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. to go if you're looking to get away for a weekend our friends at four seasons island resort four seasons island resort in pembine wisconsin always have something good going on and the utv and the atv trails are opening and uh, if you want to head up there and uh, do a little trail riding you can do that uh, otherwise they've got uh, the indoor pool is open the golf course is open uh, they've got wine tastings up there all the time, different dinner shows that are going on. Uh, and the dinner shows are pretty cool. It's just, it's, it's fun. It's just a, a an all-inclusive kind of hangout on the island type of fun. And if you want to go to another city, you can go uh, to the UP 
and enjoy yourself up there. Greenleafs is a great sports bar if you want to go watch some of the games and such. And and it's just it's just a really good time. And if you want to get to our special for the network, for the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network, get a hold of our girl Barb, B-A-R-B, at 715-324-5800. Get a hold of Barb, 715-324-5800. Again, 715-324-5800. Or... Just email her, Barb, B-A-R-B, at the4seasonswi.com. Barb at the4seasonswi.com. And tell her you heard it here because um, uh, they're they're just good people, and they just believe in the network and the advertising and such that they do with us. But for people that listen and call and say, hey, I heard it on, on the Bill Michael Show, they do something for you. They give you something. I don't know if it's going to be a buy one, get one meal. I don't know if it's a couple of cocktails down at Boundary Waters Sports Bar and Grill. A buy one, get one round of golf, a free bottle of wine. Who knows? Or maybe 10% off your room. I don't know. Just give them a shout. They're really good people up there. Todd is the GM. Barb uh, sets everything up. So get a hold of both of them. And uh, that's Four Seasons Island Resort up there in Pembine, Wisconsin. Um, I want to go back. Isaac says, as a Packers fan, I want to see them in the playoffs and in the Super Bowl. I don't think they're going to be able to get there. Uh, did you see what they said on ESPN? They're predicting 11 wins. Can they repeat with another 13-win season under Matt LaFleur? They doubt it. Uh, where would the six losses come? Boy, that's a great question. Uh, so uh, during the break, when I read your email, I did. I went to uh, find the over and under, and the over and under is 11 for the Green Bay Packers. So, Ben, over and under, over or under win total of 11 for the Packers this year? I say over as of right now. See, I do too. Six, at, at being set at 11, six losses? Six? Where do they come from? Where would the six losses be? The six teams that you're going to find, let's pick the six teams that are the most difficult. We got Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Dallas, the Rams. That's four right there. Where are the others? Tennessee, maybe, that's five. Where would the sixth loss be? Not Maybe that I, you split. Go ahead. Not that I think they'll lose, but in Philadelphia on prime time would add a little bit of uh, caliber, I'd say, to the opposing to the opposing team. Okay, that'd be six. But quality of opponent. Okay, just say they lose one game in the division. To Minnesota or Detroit. I can't imagine them losing to the Bears, but stranger things have happened. Maybe down there, maybe in Chicago, although they've, you know, don't forget, they still remember I own you, and Rodgers is going to come loaded for that game. That's damn straight. So unless he gets hurt, Minnesota, Tampa Bay, Buffalo, Dallas, Los Angeles, there's five losses if you go with the tougher teams. But again, you're talking about losses at home. Minnesota would be on the road. Tampa Bay would be on the road. Buffalo would be on the road. Then Dallas and L.A. at home? I just, I can't fathom that. Now, the last game of the year against the Lions, let's say the Packers have whatever seeding it is in the NFC locked up and they're going to the postseason, I can see them not playing for anything, so to speak, and maybe, you know, play all the, you know, Jordan Love game 
all of a sudden. We see Jordan Love at home, you know, that type of thing. Okay. But we saw last year what happened. They ended up losing to Detroit. So two years in a row now, they're losing, They're uh, playing Detroit last game of the season. Maybe, okay. But I, I just, I can't see, I can't sit here right now and say, yeah, it's going to be, Dallas is going to beat them, the Rams are going to beat them, and they're going to lose, say, to the Tennessee Titans all at home? And then throw the Lions in there for a meaningless game? Four games at home that they would lose? Four out of the eight? Nah, come on. I can't see that happening unless Aaron Rodgers is not the starting quarterback. I just, I, I don't know. Let's go back to the phone calls. 877-867-1670, 877-867-1670. Uh, Nick, listening to us in Eau Claire. Nick, how you doing today, man? What's up? Good, Bill. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. Hey, I just wanted to, uh, Aaron Rodgers, what is he, 14-10-1 against the Vikings in his career. If the one team I am questioning that they would lose against, it would be that. Um, have a good summer here. I'm going to hang up. Let's hear response. Thanks, man. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. That's short and sweet. He drops off. I get it. 877-867-1670. So he's got them losing to the... Okay, I can legitimately say, let's take a look at this for a second. If they're on the road week one against Minnesota, they're searching for the identity of their offense. Minnesota, who has a new head coach, this is going to be the debut of their new deal, so to speak. Okay, maybe they split with Minnesota. They lose to Minnesota, they lose to Tampa Bay, they lose to Buffalo, at Buffalo. Maybe they lose one more game at home. I can't imagine they lose both Cowboys and Rams game at home, especially leading up to the Rams game since the Packers have a bye coming up to or the week prior to. But I, I, okay, if that's the direction you want to go, I can see it. That Vikings game could also be after the Packers don't play anybody in the preseason again. So we Mm -hmm. could go through the whole thing of will they come out sharp. Right. Boy, their preseason schedule, not that I really get into the preseason schedule, but you talk about tough. They're on the road at San Francisco. They're at home against New Orleans, who's got a completely new... People are calling New Orleans now. Not necessarily a playoff contender, but that they can... After all the problems they had, losing their head coach, Jameis Winston was down last year. They... Basically didn't have any money. They were cutting guys. And they've started to rebuild this team. And they jumped around in the draft. They picked up some good talent. You re-signed Jameis Winston. Sean Payton gone, new head coach in. People are saying New Orleans might even give that division a run for its money, which I find hard to believe because they got to play Tampa Bay twice. But And can you imagine picking Jameis Winston over Tom Brady at this point? I can't. But then they play Kansas City at San Francisco, then New Orleans at Lambeau, then at Kansas City. Man. By the way, all of those uh, times and dates yet to be determined, just so we're clear. Good for Jordan Love to get battle-tested. Right. Not play. Yeah. Yeah, Jordan Love is going to uh, see a lot of time. I got to think, though, that you're going to see Aaron Rodgers in the preseason. You, You almost have to with this receiving core, right? There's no way you can just leave it and not play Aaron Rodgers. I mean, there there is a way. I shouldn't say there's no way. But I would assume 
that they're going to play Aaron Rodgers, at least some in the preseason. You would think. 877-867-1670. Coming up after the bottom of the hour, Mark Daniels from WNFL is going to be here. We're going to talk with him a little bit more about this. It is Friday the 13th. Bucks in six tonight. Bucks in six tonight uh, down at the Pfizer Forum taking on the Boston Celtics. Celtics with their last gasp trying to hang on and push it back to Boston. Should be a good one down at the Pfizer Forum this evening. You got the Admirals. They're on the road in Winnipeg taking on the Manitoba Moose. If they win tonight, they clinch that series and they advance. Meanwhile, the Brewers are in Miami looking for a win in game one of that three-game series against the Miami Marlins. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at Q. RV. Go to CunisRV.com and uh, check out their entire inventory, whether you're looking for a motorhome, travel trailer, fifth wheel, camper van, whatever it happens to be. Cunis got you covered. They are Wisconsin's fastest growing RV dealer, and they offer not only uh, a, a great selection with all the different dealerships they have all throughout the state, but great service as well. And they offer the service of consignment. Let's just say you want to trade yours in and, you know, you can do that. They offer top dollar for trade-ins, but maybe you want a little more. Maybe you want to sell it yourself, or maybe you've tried to sell it yourself and you're tired of dealing with all the craziness that is. Let them do it. Consignment. They'll come and get it for you. If you're within 50 miles of a dealership, they'll come and get it for free as well. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com for all the details. Again, go to CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. Jayco, Alliance, Coachman, Forest River, Gulfstream, Dutchman, Heartland, Crossroads, Thor. I can keep going and going. They carry so many brands. Go to Cunis, K-U-N-E-S, CunisRV.com. That is CunisRV.com. Coming back, Mark Daniels, WNFL in Green Bay. Going to talk more about this Packers schedule and this team coming up next. Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket, this is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Tonight, Bucks and Six. Manitoba Moose are hosting the Milwaukee Admirals. If the Admirals get a win, they close out that series. Best of luck to them tonight. You got uh, the uh, Brewers down in Miami taking on the Marlins this evening. And all of this is brought to you by our friends at Burn Pit Barbecue. Go to burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. And uh, I'm telling you, between uh, the rubs, the sauces, the hot sauces they have now, go to burnpitbbq.com. If you're a griller of any type, man, whatever it happens to be, go for it. They're uh, veteran-owned. They're based right here in the state of Wisconsin, right in Racine, Wisconsin. Been in business now about two years. Look for them on QVC and the Home Shopping Network during uh, the Memorial Day uh, week and salute the military as one of the best-run military businesses, veteran-owned businesses in the country. Get a hold of our friends at burnpitbbq.com. That is burnpitbbq.com. Dot com. Joining us now over on the hotline is our good buddy Mark Daniels from WNFL in Green Bay. Mark, how you doing? I'm good, Bill. How are you? 
I'm good. So uh, give me your thoughts, schedule release, and you take a look at it. And I started to go through it, and I'm like, you know, if I'm a betting man and I'm going to put money on games, I probably picked two losses. Beyond that, I didn't really see a whole lot because they've been really good at home. So give me your thoughts when you saw the schedule. You know, it's fine. You know, it's hard to say. I know everybody goes, oh, they'll win this one, they'll win that one, lose that, win this. Yeah, you just don't know, you know. It's not only who you're playing, but it's when you're playing them, how they're playing, who's hurt, all those kinds of things. But, you know, it's nice they're going to start in the division. Um, they're going to take on three teams in a row with new head coaches, although Todd Bowles has been around for a while and he's taken over Bruce Arians in Arizona. But Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota, Matt Everflus with Chicago, their systems aren't going to be ready to roll yet. Packers could certainly take advantage of that and get themselves off to a good start before they head out to, to London. I well, that was going to be my next question. Are you a little surprised they did not choose a bye week before or after London? I didn't realize that teams had the option to do that, uh, but it sounds like Matt Lafleur declined that option because he wanted a late season bye, and he certainly got that December 11th and week 14. But then again, all right. Aside from the travel legs, you know they're playing the Giants and the Jets. It's not like they're playing the Rams and the. Whoever, you know what I mean? I, I think they can survive that, especially with that second one at home. The uh, the team as it stands, I know that there's a lot of questions about life after Devontae, and everybody keeps throwing up that statistic. No big deal. They're 7-0 and without Devontae. It's different. Uh, they don't have the depth that they had when Devontae was on this team like they've had in years past. So how handcuffed are they right now, in your opinion, offensively? I think pretty handcuffed, especially when – they're going to be looking at third and seven or third and eights. Uh, it's just going to be very difficult because you're going to be relying on two kids. And, you know, there's no guarantee Sammy Watkins is even going to make this team. So he's got a very team-friendly contract in the fact that it will not cost them much if they cut him. Uh, so you're looking at Christian Watson and you're looking at Romeo Dobbs being asked to have a significant impact right away. Lazard, Cobb. That's okay, but, yeah, they're really going to miss Devontae Adams. I don't care if they went 7-0 without him. That's 123 catches. It's, you know, a bunch of yards and a whole bunch of touchdowns they got to replace. Not easy. The uh, We were talking earlier with uh, Rob Reichel about depth, and a depth should equal better special teams. As you see it, uh, is this team better today than they were when we saw the ugliness in that uh, NFC playoff game last year? Hard to tell. I don't know. Pat O'Donnell versus Corey Bjorquez. Okay, I think O'Donnell's probably a better holder. But they have they had two long snappers in during the rookie mini camp. That tells you something. They're really looking there. I'm not sure about the return game, uh, you know. But I'm, I think they've got guys that can run and cover. I think certainly Tariq Carpenter, the hybrid safety, is going to be able to, to handle that. Uh just depends on how much Rich Passaccia gets out of these guys. So I can't tell you right now, Bill, that their talent level is appreciably better, but their system sure better be better. So I, we, we talked a lot about this, Mark, and, and the, it's incumbent upon Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers to be able to scheme for this offense if they don't make another move and don't bring in another veteran wide receiver. So they're going to have to implement things and or run things the way they're written, so to speak. How much do you see Aaron Rodgers, one, playing in the preseason, or how long do you think it takes to get this thing up and running the way it should look? I think it'll look very 
very similar. It's just getting those young receivers acclimated. They have enough out there to, you know, run the stuff. Um, and I think they're going to run things a little differently. I, I think they're going to have to ask Rodgers to win games 21 to 15 or, you know, 23 to 17 rather than the 38-35 things that, you know, we had to rely on him for in the past. I think they're going to be much more run-centric with Jones and Dillon. Uh, so that will allow the young receivers to get into the swing a little sooner. I, I think that's going to be the difference. But I, it's not going to look appreciably different. They're going to run LaFleur's offense, and that offense has proven to be pretty good. The uh, the run game is going to become prevalent. Everybody keeps saying that, you know, nationally anyway, that this is going to become a run-oriented offense. I don't think so. I think it's going to be – I'm not going to say dink and dunk, but it's going to be spread the ball out to damn near everybody. I don't think it becomes run-heavy. Do you, Mark? Not necessarily run-heavy, Bill, but I think it'll be touch-heavy for Jones and Dillon. They've both shown they can make – very good plays out of the backfield and as receivers. So I think that's how it's going to play out. I think they're going to get touches. Those two need 20-plus combined every game. And if they do that, I think their offense will be productive. See, I, I agree with you. I think that their offense is going to be okay. I don't, don't get me wrong. I don't think they're going to have mass downfield threats. But I think Dubs could be be big in this offense. I, that's the one name nobody's really talking about. I think Christian Watson, he's got a lot on his shoulders. I understand that. But I think Dubs, very quietly, with what I've seen out of him, especially going back and looking at some of the film, this guy could be a pretty decent receiver. I'm not going to say that he's going to stretch the field and suddenly be MBS.2, but I'm thinking this guy could be your 15- to 20-yard receiving guy because he's got the height, he's got the leaping ability to go up and get a ball at the apex and he's got pretty good hands i liked what i saw last weekend i mean he made a couple of really nice get behind the db down the sideline grabs that uh, impressed me and i think he was one of the leaders of the country at, at 30 and 40 plus yard catches while at nevada so yeah i think he's a really interesting prospect I know Watson, you're right, is going to have a lot of pressure on him because he was a second-rounder, but I agree. I think Romeo could quietly be the one to, to, to surprise us all and, and make a lot of plays. I think uh, as much as we talk about Christian Watson and, and, and uh, Romeo Dubs, Sammy Watkins as well, what do you think he brings to the table? I have no idea. He's just been he's just been saddled with so many injuries and he's just never really gotten into the flow. His career started well enough in Buffalo. Made some well, I think he had eight touchdowns when he was with LaFleur in the Rams in two thousand seventeen. But he's been on a downhill slide since. That's why he came in on the cheap. He knows this is probably his last shot to uh do something and, and try and make a you know a little bit more money uh, at the tail end of his career. I'm not expecting a whole lot. Whatever they get is a bonus. And like I said, if those young kids really come on quickly, and I think they can live just fine without Sammy Watkins. Other than the wide receiver spot, what are the biggest question marks on this team? Uh, you know, it's the right tackle for sure. Uh, I'm, I'm not sure about that yet. Uh, I think Sean Ryan's going to get first dibs over there, uh, even probably ahead of Yash Nyman. I think they want to keep him as the, uh, you know, perhaps backup left tackle and swing guy. Uh, the D-line's still an issue. Uh, they've got two very large kids in there uh, with uh, Jonathan Ford, this year's pick, T.J. Slayton last year. 
I'm really hoping that uh, Jerron Reed uh, gives them a, a real punch with uh, with Kenny Clark up front until those guys learn how to play in the interior line. Uh, I really like with Devondre Campbell and Quay Walker on the field together a whole lot. I think the secondary is fine. Not many other questions on defense. I'm expecting them to continue to climb. Mark, how many wins? Just give me off top of your head. Are you saying 10, 11, 12? How many wins? At first blush, I said a dozen, but hey, uh, it's been a baker's dozen times three since LaFleur got here, so why not? Let's go 13 and four again. It is a prediction sure to go wrong for all of us. I understand that, but we're just throwing it out there just for optimism. Mark, pleasure as always, buddy. Enjoy yourself. All right, Bill. Thanks. Talk to you soon. There you go. Mark Daniels, WNFL in Green Bay, joining us for a couple of minutes on the hotline, getting his thoughts. Well, it seems like the consensus is uh, if you go with the odds makers, they're saying it's 11, 11, 11 plus, over and under. Uh, most of us feel like it's going to be a 11, 12, 13 win season. I said uh, it could probably be 15 if you look at really, if you're a betting person week to week, team to team what the Packers should be better than, you could end up with 15. But I'm going to say, just like everybody, I'm going to say 13 wins. 13 wins uh, is going to be the prediction, and, uh, you know, we'll wait and see where it all goes from here. Last year, I think I said 13. And we went through the schedule at the beginning of the season. I said, wait a minute, could they end up with 14? Damned if they didn't, you know. So uh, 13, 13 wins if they take one less. But I, I now look at it this way. Are they worse in the offense? You should be getting Bakhtiari back. Offensively, you lose Devontae Adams. But you got Tunyon coming back. You got a good good core of running backs. Your offensive line might be deeper. And once Elton Jenkins comes back, if you have Bakhtiari, you should have one of the best offensive lines in football. You still got a few of the mainstays, even though you lost your pieces at wide receiver. But what happens you know, between Dubs and Christian Watson and Sammy Watkins? We'll have to wait and see. So we'll say they're worse in that department. Maybe they're deeper than they've been. But because of the loss of Devontae Adams, you say they're worse in that department. Defensively speaking, they should be better. Special teams, they should be better. So there's only one area that you would consider this team less than admirable. And it's in the wide receiving core. And that's just a great big question mark. We don't know if they're worse. They could end up just because you don't have that 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 crutch of Devontae being there, they may end up being better. Who knows? And a better defense? Could this team be even more scary than they were last year until they get to the postseason? And with the special teams and Masaccia and the depth supposedly being better, could they be better? Could we talk ourselves into this team being better? We'll see. Stay tuned. Uh, 877-867-1670. And this portion of your program is brought to you by our buddy Dwayne. At Dwayne's Cover It All up in Wausau. The best. If you are a business owner, if you say own a boat or maybe a gym or a business and you want, uh, say, the canopy out front redone, great, he can do it. If you want some of your interior furniture redone, great, he can do it. If you want your boat to be redone, boat cover, bimini top, maybe you got a tear in your upholstery, he can do it. I'm telling you, he can do it. He can do all that kind of stuff. Our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com. Get a hold of our buddy Dwayne at Dwayne'sCoverItAll.com up in Wausau. Again, Dwayne's Cover It All or call him 715 870 2119. 715 870 2119.
Nito saying, hey, hello from San Juan, Puerto Rico, Bucks in six. I like it. Like it a lot. Stay tuned. More of the Bill Michael Show. It's coming up next. Ready? This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network. Midwest, we are not snobby, we are not pretentious, uh, we don't even try to be, we don't try to fake it. We are real, we enjoy uh, one another, we enjoy our Friday, Saturday, Sundays, we enjoy nights by the fire, whether it's outside or inside, we enjoy lakes, motorcycling, everything that the outdoors has to offer, and in addition to that, we are real, and what we like to do is have fun, so if you're real, you're not pretentious and you want to have fun. Oh, my God. Forgotten Fire Winery is all about you. Fun in a bottle. That's what they say. It's fun in a bottle. So, uh, listen, it's uh, up in Peshtigo. That's where you can find it. And whether you want a winery tour or maybe want to rent out their event space, you want to check it out for some music on the weekends, do a little tasting, whatever it happens to be, or you, you're on a beautiful motorcycle ride up in that area, which is just spectacular. You want to stop in one, just one, just, you know, taste. Maybe take a bottle home with you for later on. Great place to go. That's Forgotten Fire Winery. They have wines and ciders all throughout the state. Liquor stores, grocery stores, you name it. They've got it. They carry it. you got to ask for it. Ask for it. Forgotten Fire Winery. Do you have anything? Yeah, we do. Right over here in aisle nine. Go to aisle nine. Get some Forgotten Fire Winery. Good stuff. ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. They're good people. Great place, and I have yet to make the date that I'm going to stop by there. But we are uh, we're, we're going to Kristen and I are going to sit down with the uh, with the appointment book and go. Okay, this this, uh, this is when we're going to do this, and then we're going to go do it. Just got to go do it. Got to go do it. So it'll happen. It'll happen. I want to do it when uh, once I get a truck and I'm able to tow the motorcycle because I I just I'm not one of those people that love to ride in the rain. So you, the weather's unpredictable. God, we, we know that, right? So I want to, unless, of course, it's going to be a week of dryness for, you know, five days and then I'm good to go. But take it up there, get it out, go over to Four Seasons. That's what I'll do. Go over to Four Seasons, take a ride through that beautiful area in the UP area, and then head down to Peshtigo, down and over, going east a little bit, go to Peshtigo, go to Forgotten Fire Winery, pick up a bottle, oh, then head back on a beautiful ride. That's what I want to do. That's what I want to do. Check out ForgottenFireWinery.com. That is ForgottenFireWinery.com. Ben, uh, so where are you watching the game tonight? I don't know. I, I might do it at home. I have a lot to do. A bunch of my friends are out of town. I might either, A, watch it at home, or if it's too unbearable, uh, I'll go out somewhere to watch it. It's a graduation weekend downtown, so it is Ooh. a disaster everywhere. So it's not easy. Now, when you to, say graduation, graduation, are you talking moving trucks or are you talking uh, parties? Parties. The uh, bars are insane. Most of the restaurants are all booked up. So yeah. I don't know. I'm going to figure it out. Okay. No, I get you. I get you. Um, I don't know what I'm doing yet tonight. I know I'm going down to MKE. I want to grab dinner somewhere. I was thinking about going over Calderon Club, and I'm not quite sure what I'm going uh, to do. So what did the Bucks? Question to all. 
because you and I both thought they were going to lose game five. What did the Bucks show you that makes you believe this team is winning tonight? And I've told you already, I, I think I, I go back to a couple of plays. Giannis hitting that three, Pat Connaughton hitting the uh, clutch free throws, Bobby Portis getting the big tip in, fighting for the board, Drew Holiday with the, with the defense. Okay, something in that team late in the third, early in the fourth quarter, kind of flipped. And you saw something different. And what I said, something switched to where they said, no, you're not knocking the crown off of our head. We're the champs for a reason. We're not going to go away. And the switch flipped. I don't have statistics to give you to say, here you go. As a matter of fact, the statistics would favor Boston for the most part. I don't have that. I don't have I don't have that right now. But something flipped and has made me become a believer. So coming up in the next hour, I want to know, you tell me why. When the the team that's favored has lost every game in this series, things have just been been weird, but you tell me why tonight it's Bucks in six. Tell me why. It's coming up, and it's coming up next on the Bill Michael Show. The Bill Michael Show podcast. Listen, rate, subscribe.